0: In a galaxy far, far away, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the rebellion underground. Today, still wanted by the Empire, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, and if no one else can help you, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the I.A.T. tuned in to The IA Team, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Imperial Assault by Fantasy Flight Games. If you like what you hear, there's a full video version of this show over on our YouTube channel, Fully Operational, as well as video content for Star Wars The Card Game. You can also find us on Facebook, slash Fully Operational, and on Twitter, at Fully Ops. We hope you check us out, but for now, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone back to episode two of the IA team, uh, bringing you some more Imperial assault uh, skirmish-focused podcast. Uh, I'm Andy, and joined once again by uh, my friend Jonathan Cripps Bolton down below. How are you doing, Jonathan? I'm good. How is everyone? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, James, how are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, and we got the Wamper, the Scum Man himself, James Marsden, <laughs> joining. Again, uh, I think James uh, has been having a good time with Scum since we last spoke, but we'll we'll come to that. Um, So yeah, episode two, it's uh, some good feedback from the community, and it's it's good to be back. Um, But we'll move straight on. Uh, The first thing we've we've got since since last episode, store championships here in the UK have uh, kind of been in full swing. I think a lot of them up here in the north for me and James um, have kind of been and gone, but... uh, Jonathan, you've got a few left, haven't you? I
1: think. Yeah, there's uh, there's about three left that I know of down here. Um, I'll be attending as many as possible. Okay. Holidays get in the way, unfortunately. <laughs> but yes, yeah, we've uh, we've had. I think there's been at least three or four that I know of within close distance of me. So uh, yeah, we're well in well into it. Uh,
0: any any interesting lists been making the uh, making a, making a splash?
1: Um. I think pretty much what everyone expects, Luke and Leia. There's been a few of yep. um, trooper lists, and a few, a couple of scum bantha lists. HKs. Uh, not there's a few stuff that we haven't really seen. I've seen a Vader list come again, Ooh. which is yeah, they haven't they haven't been around. They tend to get stomped on a bit.
0: Um, <laughs> Too slow, yeah. a bit too slow. HKS, I do not like those HKS.
1: Yeah, it's just it's keeping stuff at range.
0: I think yeah, yeah the Bantha uh, has brought them uh, into the competitive light. I think being able to shoot through that big monster, uh, yeah, and forcing the reroll on the Luke Leia combo on their defense definitely, is, is, yeah, definitely painful. James, you've been I know you've been rocking the Banther yep, store championships. So. How's that been working for you? Yeah, good.
2: I've um, only actually used it in one tournament. The Bantha has been solid. Uh, my play around the Bantha might not have been, but the Bantha has been solid. <laughs> trampling all over a certain somebody's Luke Skywalker in turn 1 was uh, painful. a lot of fun. Painful.
0: Well, you say painful, <laughs> I say fun. Damn it. Um, but seeing as we're talking about the Bantha and it's kind of how it's it's fared on the, uh, the tournament scene pretty much instantly as soon as it got released. Um, We thought we'd take a quick chance to uh, go over some of the comments we made in episode one. Uh, We got some of the movement shenanigans that the Bantha can pull uh, wrong. We hang our heads in shame. We do hang our heads in shame. So there's there's a couple of things um, that we thought we should bring to people's attention because we've seen it being played a couple of different ways. And it's kind of Banthers and Beast Tamer. So James, I don't know if you wanna first go into kind of how that interacts with Stun.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, With Stun, which we all know means you can't voluntarily exit your space or attack. Um, You can use Beast Tamer to, first of all, gain your movement points, Um, and then from that point on, with your first action of your activation, then Clear Stun, and then that gives you your movement points from Beast Tamer and still another action. Action within your activation to either trample or shoot or move some more. Um, so yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. one thing that some people have been kind of thinking that stun's a much bigger issue for for, for, banthers. for banthers and beast tamer. Yeah, actually. yeah. I'll
1: be honest, I I would always have played that the other way, where um, when you're stunned, you can't do anything else until you clear the stun, uh, and beast tamer is a, is giving you a move action, so therefore you would. You would not be able to do that before clearing the stun, and it has to be at the beginning of your activation. So they all kind of, you know, it ties you down.
0: Yeah, and that, well, that's the, the kind of the intricacies of the wording. I think is it because stun doesn't say you can't take a move action. No, it just says you can't leave your space. Right. So you could yeah. spend both your actions getting move and getting yeah, and 10 move not move anywhere, and then not yeah. be able to go anywhere. But um, yeah, FFG have come out and kind of I don't know if they've done it officially in one of the forums or in the FAQ that's just come out, but uh, they have responded and said. Yes, you can beast tamer gain your movement points, then use your action to clear stone as James said, and then away you go. Wow, that makes
1: beast tamer even more of an insta take. Nuts. It's yeah, it's, it's nuts. crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: like so it. yeah, uh, ride right on banthers. Um, <laughs> and the second <laughs> <Quite> literally. one, <laughs> literally, literally, and then the second one, uh, Jonathan. I don't know if you want to take this one away. Uh, was around um, how often the banther can 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 stampede.
1: Yeah, so I think we got a little bit carried away with the uh, the idea of just squashing things constantly. Um, So any massive figure, it doesn't just have to be the bantha. So this is ATST as well. Can finish their move on an opposing small figure, and it pushes them out of that square that they were in. But once you do that, once any point in your activation, that's it. You can't move again by any means within that activation. Yeah. So you can squash things and do some damage but then you're stuck where you were interestingly it's in your activation not per turn so if you get some other movement points any other way on your t- on your turn outside of your activation you can do keep on crushing stuff Literally.
0: which is good crushing yes. stuff. Yeah. I hate that card I hate that card so much why, why <laughs> would you hear that? because it's 4 damage that white dice is yeah brutal
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's it's so good against against Luke. Although, you know, with certain command cards, he can he can get some damage back. I think uh, one of the toughest games I had against Luke, uh, Bantha with Crush, did five damage onto onto Luke, and then Luke goes and heals it all with Son of Skywalker, um, recovering and um, the. Command card, the is it Hearts of Freedom? The of Freedom, the, the yes, yes,
0: yeah. do everything for free. No, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Yes, Luke's nearly dead, and it's only
1: turn one. No, Ding. he's not.
0: No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. You just made him angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Banthers, uh, and specifically, yeah, so Beast Tamer uh, and the kind of multiple stampedes. You, you can still do it, you just can't do it all in the Banthers action, basically. Yep. But yeah, Beast Tamer, better than we thought it was, and we thought it was nuts. So, oh, Yes, it's it's very good for it's a point. Also it's right it's so it's good. good. Uh,
2: and Terror. Ooh, okay, yeah, good call. The, Go for it. Quite a f- well, uh, some people are uh, kind of thinking that they can play jungle and Terror on your opponent's uh, banter, which you can There's nothing to say it has to be our Bantha, Uh, but I think there's some confusion over whether or not you would take control of that Bantha and you would have the action. Yeah,
0: so Jundle Terror, just remind me, it's a command card that says, uh, use at the end of a round, um, and you may uh, basically give a creature, I think. It's either Bantha Rider or Tusken Raider. Tusken Raider, and it's is it what,
2: make an attack with it? Uh, they They gain two movement points and can either make an attack or a special
0: action. Right, yep. gotcha. So you can technically play it on your opponent's bantha, but the banther is <laughs> still controlled <laughs> by your opponent. Yep. So you've effectively just given your opponent's bantha to move and an attack <laughs> and they get to decide what to attack. do with it. Yeah. So right. So it's ferocity, you make the attack. Yeah. Ferocity that t- card works. You, you make the attack with that with your opponent's creature. Yeah. But jungle and Terror don't do that on your opponent's banter Bad, bad idea but you, you can unless sure will, unless
1: might. your banthers you and tuscans are dead their banter is stunned and has no one around it and then you just do it just to just, just to, to be a, them. yeah just spite <laughs> just be a horrible horrible person
0: yeah that would be mean that would be mean then shuffle it back in with leo in a wave. yes
1: yeah yeah just keep going
0: uh, so, well, speaking of Leia, she's uh, the poster child, actually, for uh, our next uh, discussion topic. It's the regionals for 2016. Uh, the price support for those um, and the locations here in the UK have been announced. Um, so we'll show, I'll put up a, uh, a graphic of the, the, the swag you can get, the price support. Uh, good try, Jonathan, <laughs> almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, some, some nice looking stuff. So there's, yeah, the stores get a poster of Leia yay to put up, um, the participation is an Alt Art C3PO, who's just been nudged off the side of Jabba's sail barge by RT. Uh, then there's, I think, is it top 16, get crates. Top yes, eight, so. get a green and a white uh, kind of gem uh, dice. Yep. Top four, get another coin, we get another mm. coin. Um, this one looks like it's going to be scum on one side and smuggler on the other and then first place obviously gets the uh, the acrylic trophy and the the buy at the nationals. So uh, yeah it's cool. It's I a like
1: good. It, I'm Oh I'm yeah I'm sorry I'm, I'm surprised they didn't uh, do the officer. I was expecting the officers. We've got the two two of the three heavily arted cards already. Yeah. They've been out. Um uh, I, I don't get me wrong, I love the art. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I do yeah. like uh, 3PO being Shown to be as useless as he <laughs> as he really is in real life. Um,
0: but yeah, it's a good point. If they, yeah. uh, they had an opportunity to reprint a uh, an, a heavily eroded card,
1: I think maybe they might do it for the next uh, just normal. So it's probably be winter op kit. Yeah, I think maybe they thought the regional tournaments would be too too a bit more exclusive. Less people would turn up yeah. um, just to play casually, and they don't really want the. The heavily rated cards to be hard to get. Given it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think they may maybe in the the winter kit. But I approve of the other prizes.
0: More yeah. Dice. Well, well, yeah, you were saying specifically Chinese. about the dice, James, the mm-hmm. ones they've chosen to uh, to give us in this kit, the white and the green. Uh, they're the ones be- you probably need multiples of, because because <laughs> people get focused and get a green dice,
1: and uh- people get angry at the the white BS dice and. <laughs> and throw, throw it, it across the room
0: yeah. <laughs> yep yep um, but the one that, that sticks out for me in that, that uh, price support is the, is the uh, and again James you, you highlighted this, um, the crates mm. bit
2: of an odd choice well but just,
0: yes. yeah, uh, it's the first I think it's the first bit of kit we've seen that's not yet got a use in skirmish
2: yeah, unless they're planning more maps that involve them somehow, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. yeah, crates are kind of specifically for campaign as far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some, I remember some missions do use crates. I mean, I'm not, I haven't played every single skirmish mission that's come out. Um, but I seem to remember there's some that do use them. Um, yeah, there's not many, Mm -hmm. so they may be planning on bringing some into rotation, but it does seem they, if, if you've got an objective in the mission, it tends to be objective tokens. They're a little bit, bit easier to use. The crates are a bit more, sort of, decorative for the campaign. So um, yeah, interesting choice. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, to, to be honest, I'll, I'll be happy. It doesn't have to all be skirmish focused. No. Uh, even though that's you know our bread and butter, I think. Um, but if they go through the core set and turn all the the tokens acrylic at, by the end of you know 2016, that that'll be. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd yep. be a lot that'd be nice. That would be a lot of tokens. <laughs>
1: you know they've run out of ideas when they do acrylic strain tokens. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, very nice trophy. The trophy hasn't changed design. It's got a you know the, the core shape, um, and I think all the symbols on it are the same as as they were last year. So it's the it's the oval acrylic um, trophy, um, and yeah, like like we say, top four get the uh, the very nice weighty coin. Uh, Which I know James will be gunning for because it's got scum on it. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, you know, when I fail terribly, I'll just eBay. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) have you? um, Do you guys? Talking of, uh, I mean, we did have something kind of come up in our uh, in one of our last ops, which was just an interesting discussion. Completely. Well, I say interesting; it's actually really boring. But um, initiative. Do you guys use the coin?
0: No, we. uh, Well, I don't. But mainly because if you flip that coin it will kill someone. Um I <laughs> it think will. think we we'll just
1: joke through the table or yeah, yeah. just
0: kill a small child. Yeah. Uh we, we got into that but I think we all kind of walked away from worlds with the, the habit of roll two blue dice yeah. and whatever's the whoever has the highest accuracy uh um, yeah. has initiative. Yeah. That's that's kinda of how I try and if I've got a choice in the matter, that's how I try and determine it. Yeah. I think that might be in the uh it might have been in one version of the tournament rules, so I don't know if it still is.
1: Yeah, I think the uh the original the, the proper rules are one blue dice. Oh, okay. But yeah, it definitely seemed to be a thing from worlds where it was two blue dice. it just works. Generally you don't get a tie. You can say two blue dice hits tiebreaker. Yeah. Um or just reroll, but yeah, you tend you tend to not get a tie on two blues, but yeah, yeah you do you do get a variety. Of people uh clipping things and yeah. I've
0: seen people yeah. do two red dice and the most amount of damage kind of Yeah. To be honest, as long as it's rolling dice, I, I prefer rolling dice. Yeah. to, to flipping that coin.
1: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, as we said, flipping the coin is just just reckless and irresponsible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anything where you get to roll more dice.
0: Yeah, I do use it as a uh, I do use the coin as the initiative token. So pass oh, it back and nice. forth. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah. But don't, yeah, don't flip it unless you yeah. want to, you know, create a rift in the space time continuum. I'll break it, so
1: yeah, I always well. get a little disappointed when uh, in I mean, you get the same in X-Wing as well when somebody Oh, right, we'll decide initiative. I'll flip this. Oh, I Watch want to roll some dice. Game.
0: Yeah, just yeah. roll some dice. I'll play a mini game first. <laughs> um, but yeah, regionals. So yeah, very nice. Very happy with the uh, the price support there, I think. So FFG, I don't know what they're going to do when they run out of coins to make. Um, <laughs> but uh, keep, well, yeah. there's, there's at least one more on the horizon, so that's good.
1: More coins. Yeah. Keep going.
0: Um, so that's the regional kit, we'll move on now to what will be the meat of this episode is um, a discussion of the, the recently spoiled Cloud City stuff. So uh, stay tuned and we'll uh, we'll dig into that. So yeah, exciting announcement recently, we got a new deluxe box for Imperial Assault. It's uh, We're staying in episode five it seems for now, uh, but we're taking a, a trip to Cloud City to go see Lando and his buddies. Um, it looks like a stunning box. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at the article in, right, yeah. in much detail, but two new rebel heroes for the campaign, uh, and a, a, a bunch of uniques and, and new units as well to take in skirmish. So it's looking, and the tiles look gorgeous yeah. as well. Just looking at the tiles, you've got the carbonite <laughs> freezing, <laughs> freezing chamber. Boom! That's going to be awesome. There's got to uh, be a mission around that. There's got to be a mission they around that. Handsomely, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, you've got the uh, kind of dining room where Vader. Blocks the lasers and, you know, yoinks. And it just ruins Alters the deal, deal ever yeah. so slightly. <laughs> Still fair, I think. Still yeah. fair. And then you got the kind of the chasm uh, where Luke and Vader fight and loses his hand and drops to his potential doom. Uh, spoilers, he <laughs> doesn't that. die. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll focus on the... So it's looking, looking like a gorgeous set of map tiles uh, that really captures uh, Cloud City and the essence of it. But think, we'll focus
1: uh, just a quick note on that i think this is probably the first map tiles we've had that have been iconic
0: sets oh yeah 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 which yeah. is
1: fairly interesting so you know we've we've pretty much guessed what everything has um you know that we've had sort of forest and and desert maps and then there was hoth oh, and yeah. i guess some of that had little iconic bits of scenery but Christy i think cloud Disney, city had yeah. Real set pieces in the in the film that um, that they've kind of translated into map tiles. So it's it's nice. I think it's interesting. I'm not sure if there's anything quite as iconic as that that will come out in sort of Endor maps or something. I don't I don't know mm. if there's stuff it will recognise as well. But
0: if they go if they go to Endor, no, there, there weren't that many unique locations on Endor. Whether,
1: but yeah, they I, yeah I agree with you on that. They do look like there's going to be some very interesting uh, campaign levels.
0: Looking, looking sexy, FFG. You're, you're ma- making steps in the right direction. So, uh, thumbs up on the map tiles for sure. Um, but we'll uh, not dwell on the tiles too much. We've got plenty of uh, skirmish cards to, to go through. Um, so, the first ones that were spoiled in the article for the whole box uh, were the kind of two uh, chuds, the two units that you, you got in, in the box. Um, for scum, you got the Ugnaught Tinkerer, who, uh, again, we'll put whatever uh, images we can and rules up, we can over on the uh, right of the screen there. Or we'll link them below if you're listening to the audio cast. Uh, But Jonathan, if you want to take away the Ugnaught.
1: Yeah, so he is his scum. He is a smuggler and he is three points for one unit. Uh, He is four health, four speed, a black defense dice and a ranged blue and yellow attack. He has a Surge for Bleed and a Surge for Pierce. So, you know, he's middle. He's going to be quite close range, right? Because he's mm-hmm. he's only rolling one one sort of range die. So I don't know. He, you know, he's, 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. It doesn't have a lot of Surge abilities, though, that do anything. So yeah. he's going to struggle to actually get that bleed through. Um, but he's also got a... A special action which is spot weld and that is place the junk droid companion in an adjacent space and that is an additional card which is just it looks like a a mini um, command card sized card which is a health 1 speed 4 unit no defense dice and a green um, melee attack and he gets plus 1 damage to the attack free so yeah. interesting um he also has the Ugnor. also has the ability scrap battalion the junk doid readies at the start of your activation it activates as though it was part of your group and may use your surge abilities which is not bad um it'll be interesting to see when this comes out i think if uh, and i'm interested to see what you guys think on this um is spot weld Going to be one card per Ugnaught?
2: Ooh, ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. I I hope not. I hope he can just sit like move him into position, turn one, and then spend every turn spot welding and taking a shot. Spot weld and take a shot. That would that would be my hope. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be cool. Especially with the
2: phrase "scrap battalion," it's you know, battalion's more than one janky. <laughs> <grong>. <laughs>
0: Oh.
1: I think I, I think I think it's I don't know it'll be interesting to see how many come with it mm.
0: um, it does say place the jump yeah, companion
1: it does seems health 1 it's it's going to be like you'll just anything that's got a spare activation will just shoot and kill it there's yeah. no defense dice health 1 anything it, you know the bantha just treads on it it's dead yeah. Um,
0: yeah. but that's that's the shot that's not going towards any victory points
1: true true Um, but um, yeah the thing the thing
0: for me I think here Jonathan is it's um, it's a three point guy uh, that needs to spend that he's a slow three point guy that needs to spend an action to get a unit on the board who's a bit poop Mm -hmm. and isn't immediately ready to take an action himself
2: yeah because it activates the start of your
0: activation yeah. it feels like this is a kind of almost almost like an economy card in a card game or um, investing in resource you're investing now to make your future turns better when in skirmish it's a timed game about getting as much done as you can now and being in the right position yeah. now that's i think it's a cool concept and i need to say on the board uh, but for now I uh, Kind of reserve judgment. Also, this is the grey, not
2: Tinkerer. So the red one may Ooh. may have some place uh, five junk droids. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> as many junk droids as you can grab. Then That's they activate exciting. now, and I'll have four attacks.
1: So I think there's a there's some caveats to this. If you can put as many junk droids as you want on the map, yep. then it's very good. Mm. Uh, if you get the command cards just right, that you can do your special action multiple times and to the limit do an extra time to stun yourself that's three junk droids um, you've also got you can you know you can use the junk droids to to um, get objectives so map dependent yep um, i mean curat space stations going out but generally speaking i don't often commit a unit to the to the um, command point at the bottom i just don't feel like it's worthwhile generally yeah. Depending on who you're going against. But a speed four one health junk droid, if okay. no one else has gone for it, then I just send him down there. Mm. Yeah. Um Yeah, and as James said, the the red one may be slightly better, maybe a slightly better version of the the action, maybe better surge abilities will help. But... Well I
0: think I'm just looking at the article, you can you still got surge for bleed, surge for pierce two. And then you can't see his, his actions. Yeah. So. Okay. I kind of see that one of them is spot welding. And generally, if it's a
2: different action, they'd have given it a different name. I would have thought. Yeah. So, but we don't know what the other one is.
0: But yeah. yeah we'll see.
1: It'll well, be interesting to play with at least. It's a different. It's a. It's not like anything that's been out so far. There's no. It's no a use. New design direction yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: And uh, and something worth noting, we when we talked about the bantha last episode, it, the bantha's stats, you know, core without taking anything else into consideration, were pretty reasonable. No defense dice. Lots of health. Nothing that really sprang out was amazing, mm-hmm. and then we looked at his command cards, and that turned him, you know, yeah. into overdrive. So it could yeah. it could well be that some great cards that come with the Ugnor that we've not seen yet. So okay. definitely hold judgment on that guy. Definitely. Uh, the next one is the the unit of Wing Guard, which are for also for scum, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. I would have thought they would have been rebel, but um, no, no, uh, they've not been fully spoiled in the article. Uh, we can only get a glimpse of. Um, some of their abilities and the kind of style of play they'll have. They're a six-point unit. Looks like there's going to be three of them, as they've got a redeploy cost, a reinforced cost of two each. And they just seem they've got a surge for recover and a surge for one extra damage. So, and then from the, their ability that we can see, it looks to be kind of taking a hit for someone else. Um, so they look to be a cheap, kind of defensive, hold the line, kind of unit, which is. Um, you know, scum of they're not kind of lacking for cheap units, so no. Although this
2: is interesting, that it? it's the first scum unit that potentially at least has three models in. Um, yeah, there isn't any other one, so it gives you that extra guy to move around with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which I think sometimes it's the the physical numbers of models that you can get on the table that can that can hold you back yeah. with scum.
0: And they're troopers, like, so the grenadier. Troopers. Yeah, yeah, more grenades. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think this unit is going to be really interesting. Um, so a point that I've been discussing with uh, one of our groups is strain in, cam- in Skirmish. Yep. So campaign, um, if, any, if any of you guys haven't played it, um, strain is very important for a hero. So you are taking an extra action or getting an extra move or buffing up um, abilities. So strains a really interesting concept and in skirmish, we've had so far these sort of strain control lists where you are controlling your opponent's command cards through strain. Um, and it just doesn't do enough. There hasn't been enough units yet that do interesting things with strain. Um, and from the look of the ability on the wing guards, um, we've got a voluntarily self-straining ability like the heroes in campaign. So, um, I mean, we've, we've discussed the more powerful units in, um, in the current meta, so things like the HKs, um, where you are rerolling your opponent's defense dice. And we'd always thought what would be really interesting is if there was a self-strain mechanism. So s- stuff like reroll your opponent's defense dice, you take a strain to reroll your opponent's defense dice. So then you've got the choice. You see what damage you would do. You can say, well, I could take a damage myself or discard a command card mm. um, and cause my opponent to re-roll the defense dice and potentially kill them. Uh, and then you've got the choice of taking the damage, which might kill you, or command card, you haven't had your best command card out yet, you don't want to discard the card. Um, I think giving people that interesting choice makes the game more interesting so it's nice to see that this ability seems to be a self-straining one um i mean from what's been sort of zoomed in it looks like uh, when a hostile figure declares an attack targeting a space adjacent to you um something does not contain a friendly guardian you may suffer one strain if you do the attacker suffers one strain um so, so and this take is once you take yes yeah so this could be you know this burns through their command cards or their their damage so you you're using a, a two point unit basically um, to potentially damage a much more powerful unit yeah. and it's optional you don't you know you can pick pick which whether you use it or not yeah. um,
0: well straight taking a damage on a a cheap scum unit. That you don't care about to potentially put a damage on someone like Vader, as you said, yeah. is a good yeah. trade. But also, I think this is the first unit we've seen with recover.
1: Yes, yeah, and this is the Grays recover one damage one. Mm. So the Reds could be recover two damage two, yeah. something like that.
0: Possibly. But yeah, it's looking. It's a great mechanic and a great design space to explore, as you have said, Jonathan. Self-straining to to activate or trigger other abilities.
1: Yeah, I That's, think I love the idea of. It. I think it's um, it's definitely something that will hopefully we'll see more of by the looks of it. I mean, we've just literally been talking about it in the past week or two. So, you know, to see this uh, come up is really nice. Hmm.
0: And talking of uh, Strain not really being a mechanic that, that holds up quite yet, um, following on from the main article that, that kind of spoiled um, Cloud City, they released uh, articles for each of the four figure packs that are going to come shortly after. Uh, and it would, we'd be remiss if we didn't start with uh, the man himself, James's hero, Bosk, he the, the Trandoshan bounty hunter. Definitely. Um, James, I don't know if you can read that, if you want to take this guy I away. was
1: convinced you were going to say Agent Blaze.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll certainly Troll have a look
0: at <laughs> Bosk with my terrible
2: eyesight. Uh, so, Bosk is an eight-cost card, obviously scum, and he's obviously unique, um, I believe, He's a hunter brawler, yep. from what I can see on there. Um, <clears throat> he's got ten health, uh, fast speed, which is kind of seems to be the scum standard now. He rolls a white defense dice, which is very interesting, mm-hmm. um, and he has a red and green ranged attack. He comes with plus one block naturally and plus one damage, I believe that is. I think it's plus two. Is yeah, it plus like two plus damage, two, think, and yeah. also plus two accuracy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and, and a surge
2: and for, for PS One, which is awesome. Um, and then can't quite make out that main it's ability
1: he's a proper beast
0: I can make out the ear. so he's got an action as well indiscriminate fire uh, choose a space within three uh, and within your line of sight then roll a green die uh, figures in or adjacent to the space you chose suffer so damage equal to what the damage you roll mm-hmm. and strain equal to the surge you roll nasty yeah it's, nice. it's kind of a mini grenadier on command.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then worst of all, the last ability. Go
0: yeah. on, uh, Go on you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It. You know this one up by heart. Oh. Regenerate
2: uh, at the end of each turn. Boss regenerates plus two health and uh, discards any harmful conditions. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I He's... like that. I, thought I mean, he his
1: like, health yeah. ten, so he's already he's already pretty good. Um, yeah, he's
0: not he's not dying from one shot. Well, his his, his yeah. defensive ability, he's he, forgetting regenerate. He's as hard to kill as Luke is in terms yeah. of just yeah. putting damage on him. He's got a white dice and, and plus one block. block, yeah, and ten health. Yeah, and we all know how much for paying that can be. And he's cheaper. And he auto regenerates rather than now Luke can regenerate a couple of times if you can get him to strike out of action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, activation. But Bosk just doesn't care. He does it for free.
1: Yeah, and the harmful condition goes as well. Yeah. Um, This ties in really nicely with command cards. So um, what? um, Brawler. So that lets him use uh, parting blow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you try and sneak past Bosk, he hits you and then just gets rid of that self stun at the end of the round, and he's all fresh to go at the beginning of next turn.
2: That's
0: nice. So.
1: Yeah, auto-damage, um, auto-accuracy, oh, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, and worth noting, he with a green and a red dice and an innate plus two damage on his gun, that's beastly.
1: Yeah, he's a very powerful mid-range unit, isn't he? He's, he's not particularly quick, I guess. Most scum units seem to be around about the four... Kind of movement points, but yeah. um, often banthers that are fifteen. But
2: <laughs> yeah, banthers are fifteen attack. <laughs> I think for your, your general sort of standard infantry guys, I think there's only the the hired guns that are any really fast and far hmm. scum.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think scum's an interesting mix, isn't it? You've got the the creatures which tend. to, Well, I say creatures. this discard the wampers; they're even slower. But you've got the the nexu and the wamp- and the banthers. They tend to be pretty quick, Um and everything else is sort of lumbers of, around behind them sort of bringing up the rear guard but makes him an interesting faction mm-hmm. um, but if if everybody's moving for, if you team him up with HK's and uh, other Trandoshans you know it's going to be you're all going to be sticking together so it's it should make an interesting list
0: so yeah, creep uh, test, the test for any good scum card is, uh, James are you going to run him? Definitely, one hundred percent. Yep. Now do, what, are you going to run him in a in a kind of do you reckon in a in a strain list and go Trandos? Yeah, it's day?
2: it's possibly a way. Um, I believe, can't quite make it out. But on his this kind of the spoiler article is uh, one of his command cards. Sorry, skirmish attachments. I think that might have something to do with strain, but it's really difficult to make out. So I'm not sure. So if there's something in there that makes yeah, there's the trandos a um,
1: better, Trandos a, or strain better a, than the card that looks like it's a brawler card. Um, Grizzly contest used during your activation and adjacent hostile figures suffers two damage. Then I think you suffer two strain. So again, another um, self self straining
0: mm-hmm. ability on, an, on, a, on a unit that heals. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you if you've, if on you've on got uh,
1: if you've got completely undamaged Bosk, you take the two damage and then heal them. Yeah. So yeah.
0: You're going to have to get used to rolling white dice as well, James. That's pretty weird, yeah,
1: it? we'll have to find them. <laughs> I think there's a, a wild attack command card as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's part of Bosk, but um, just a zero-point command card. Use when you declare an attack. Add one red die to the attack pool and one white die to the defense pool.
0: Ooh. So again, a bit of a gamble. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: You've got element of surprise in your hand and you can get that to key effort. I suppose. You could then go in there and I'll take that white dice away. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting one. Take it with a HK. Yeah. Make
0: them re-roll. You're
1: adding blue, blue, yellow, red.
0: Green oh. if you're focusing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the dice. Oh, yeah. yeah, 22 range shot, 14 yeah. damage. You re-roll your I defense. just hope that they only
1: roll one, one BS symbol <laughs> and you get them to re-roll that and you have a whole load of damage go through.
0: Headshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they... Uh, uh, Bosk is looking like a bit of a beast hmm. um, and it, yeah if he does flesh out the Trandoshan Strain Special Rules that's going to be bringing them into a good place I also so, yeah. bet
2: you could fit him IGHA Boba and Dengar in a list <laughs> I'm not saying they do any good but that would be epic to see the boys that might have to get run at some point
0: <laughs> just, just for laughs if there's a 4 activation list that is going to be a pain I think it's going to be that one yeah quite possible see
1: interestingly from the picture as well there is so there's a couple of command cards that are unknown just sneaky sneaky fancy flight just keeping things hidden yeah there's one yeah there's one scum skirmish upgrade for a point called headhunter no idea what this does um it reduced something by one then something something discard from from his hand so Again, looks like maybe burning through your opponent's command cards mm-hmm. or something. So really going to um, Yeah, and there is another uh, skirmish card face down. So, maybe this suggests another
0: upgrade as well. Mm-hmm. We no. will, but see. Yeah. that be cool. So, we'll move on. Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned this guy. Th- uh, we'll go with Agent Blaze next. I don't know if you've got his card up and can run through.
1: Uh, yeah, I can see him there. he's I, um, kind of... He is a six point. Imperial spy and leader. He is eight health, four speed, black defense dice, and ranged green, yellow, yellow attack pool, which is which is a lot of surge. But he has two surge for plus one abilities, a surge for pierce two, it looks like, and a surge for plus three accuracy. So. He can pretty much use all those strains, uh, all those surges that you're rolling, which is is very good. Um, he has uh, an adept ability. Uh, the first time your opponent plays a command card each round, choose one spy or trooper. That figure becomes hidden, which is a new um, condition that they are bringing out as part of the uh, best bin pack. Uh, have you got the hidden card? In yeah, front of you? I
0: think while defending, uh, apply minus two accuracy uh, to the attack results, yep. and I think it's whilst attacking, apply plus one surge. Yep.
1: Yep. and it's it it goes after you attack. I yeah, think. I is that right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That's quite an interesting one. It's um, so you, this is also quite an interesting ability. So it's it's any time your your opponent plays a command card, you do this. So this could be before anybody else goes, if they take initiative or, yeah. or anything like that. So every yeah. every round, you're applying hidden. So it could be in some of the longer range maps, this could be pretty big. So that, that two accuracy could be all that you need. Yep. Uh, he also has a surge ability, which, uh, let me just have a look, it looks like Interrogate. Look at your opponent's hand and choose a command card. You may discard a card of equal or greater cost from your hand to discard the chosen card.
0: Love it. Yeah, I like that. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Son of Skywalker can go. You would have to get rid of an equally costed card. He would.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that's the problem. So mm.
2: that's why you put a random three point card that you can't use. So you don't
0: care about going <laughs> mm.
2: that.
0: Is just the principle. To get rid of it, yeah. Or just yeah, get rid of a zero cost card to make sure they don't take initiative next turn. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a Pretty good play.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably. I mean, th- I think the only problem with this is, so if you're running Skywalker, Son of Skywalker, at the moment it seems the done thing is to run Leia. Yeah. So, yeah. it's not necessarily that bad because you're. You're discarding a powerful command card from your own hand to get rid of Son of Skywalker, and then Leia goes and puts it back into the deck. Yes, I heard you. Um, so yeah, I'm questioning this ability at the moment. It'll be an, it's an interesting one, um, and I suppose it it depends on your opponent. Um, mm. But I think possibly discarding take initiative for a zero point card is or something like that is probably slightly better. Yeah. Well, if
0: nothing else, it's a surge for looking at your opponent's hand of command cards. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, because it's a you may, so you don't have to. You don't any. have to discard a card. Yeah, yeah.
0: so I'd, I'd surge all day just to just to look at the. Yeah. Have you got a Grenadier in your hand? Yes, then I need to start. <laughs> I need to spread. Stop. Yes, <laughs> if yeah. you don't have it, then I can I can clump up and nail your bantha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. But yeah, very interesting. It's, it's again an, an interesting design space to be able to. They started it with layer the, the the
1: command deck. So plugins. I think the uh, the only time this actually possibly comes up, Trumps for Agent Blaze is with his command card, which is, I think possibly the first zero cost named command card. Ooh, Don't okay. quote me on that. All right. Uh, it looks like use after um, use you interrogate. Um, I think you may put your discarded command card back in your hand. Oh. That's retrieve crazy. retrieve your command card uh, discarded command card to your hand or return I think return, return that, the discarded
0: command card to your hand yep. then, then draw, draw one, one card. card so you get rid of you get rid of something get rid of Grenadier yes. for three to discard yeah. Skywalker pick it back up and then draw another one yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a zero cost card that's and he, good and he's a six point model yeah with yeah. eight health and some ridiculous surge abilities I like him for six points yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's He'd good. he used for six points, definitely. Mm. Mm.
1: The interesting thing about his card as well is he has the skirmish symbol next to his name,
0: Ooh. so
1: Two possibly games. a campaign version as well. No, there is another right. like like Bosk. There's a card face down, but that looks like a, an agenda card. So yeah, he didn't have a symbol next to his name. Yeah, um, there is also um, a skirmish upgrade called Zilla Technique, but um, yeah, I can't even I can't make out anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, something about Pierce, who knows, could Pierce, be anything. Pierce some stuff.
0: But yeah. also he's a he's a spy and a leader. Leader's a really big keyword for, for yeah. planning and some of the uh, other command cards that trigger off. Definitely,
1: definitely. There's some trigger. very powerful leader command cards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so,
0: so I think Blaze has got a, uh, I love his name as well, Blaze. like from Dodgeball. <laughs> With all, this, all <laughs> those dice
1: and all those surge abilities, he's got to be called Blaze.
0: Yeah. Blaze, laser and blazer. Uh, the next unit, I love the sculpt on these guys, and I, I'm I'm thrilled that they've made it into the minis game because uh, they're they're pretty ubiquitous across all the novels um, uh, for Star Wars. Is the ISB infiltrators? Uh, uh, ISB being uh, I think it's the Internal Security Bureau or the Imperial Security Bureau. They're basically yeah. the FBI kind of of uh, of the Star Wars world, from what I remember. Uh, they're a two two man squad. And I don't think they've spoiled too much of the cards for these guys. Have they? Uh, really there's,
1: I think there's the grey one has been released in full. Um, oh, okay. Which is a, as you said, a two-unit squad. Uh, cost five reinforcement three. Um, they are spies. Uh, four health, four move. White defense dice, which is not that common for Imperial. So mm-hmm. Imperial players get used to re to rolling that uh, white dice, and then re-rolling it when the HKs destroy these guys uh, ranged attack for a blue and a green uh, surge abilities are hide plus one damage and plus two accuracy That's nice. which seems to make them quite thematic you know they're getting in doing some damage and hiding um, doesn't seem like they'll be doing a lot of damage uh, blue and a green and they need to do some damage to apply hide because it's a condition yep um, yeah interesting but they've also got a an ability a special action coordinated raid another figure in your group may interrupt to perform an attack targeting a hostile figure in your line of sight limit once per group per round which is interesting so it's
0: a third shot from these guys mm-hmm. effectively yeah yeah
1: uh, yeah, because in theory that figure is not—it's not, it's not his, his.
0: activation.
1: Isn't his activation? So you can yeah, attack, and then so. the weird thing is, there's no—it's in your group. There's no range to it. So if he's on the other side of the map,
0: yeah,
1: completely other side of the map, he you basically just use his his attack
0: pool. Yeah, you need you need to have line of sight, so the the guy doing the action needs to see the guy that's going to get shot. Yeah. um but yeah you could you could send activate one run him twice to the other side of the, the map or the corridor then activate his buddy move up and have him shoot yeah that's quite quite good so. this
1: could be very dangerous if Imperial players get a way to constantly focus someone yeah. so if they get the equivalent of 3PO you send one infiltrator up, the other one hangs back, gets focused, and then performs his attack from the safety of the deployment zone. <laughs> so he never <laughs> even needs to poke his head around the corner, and you're getting because it's the the figure that it's your, the other figure in your group doing the attack. So you're going to get the uh, the focus dice in your pool, yep. and yep.
0: Again, do extra damage, and extra range. As long as both yeah. of them have to see the target, but yeah, they could just one of them can hand back and. One do them- they? Says, uh, the-
1: so it's another figure in your group may interrupt to perform an attack targeting a hostile figure in your line of sight. So your so I I assume it was. I think it, that's, it It needs to be in both line
0: of sights? Yeah, the the your line of sight I think is is talking about the guy doing coordinated raid, as his action.
1: Right. Okay. So it, basically, it should be in both figures' line of sight. Yeah. 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 Oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Reel it in. Mm. Reel it in. Still pretty I mean, good. A third
0: attack yes. from, from a, a two, yeah, it's a, two three, yeah. unit.
1: 5.3 three attacks. Two quite hard to hit units. Yeah. It's good. Um, know, I'm just deflated now. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was man. happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> the red one oh, might total. be better.
2: The red one might be. It doesn't have to align aside. That's true. We don't
0: know. Don't give it's up. The
1: way it's worded it does suggest it doesn't need to be in both, but I, I it, it's your interpretation of it really, yeah, uh, but I see where you're coming from. It does make, it kind of does, but I'm just being overly, uh, <laughs> ambitious. <physically optimistic. laughs> yeah. yeah. So it looks like they've got a, a elite skirmish upgrade as well, which is interesting. Uh, I'm not sure why it's elite over a gray, because I'm pretty sure the, all the others have been gray. Yeah, um, Maybe because it's an attachment? No, we've had attachments, haven't we? Um, it's trooper only attachment, one point. Um, the, that, this group gains the spy trait. Ooh. When an attack target you, targeting you is declared, you may replace one die in your defense pool with one white die. Nice. Interesting. It
2: might be red because it's not unique, so you could have it on a couple of different units. But because
1: it's yes. red, you can only have Good a two,
0: point. two. Good point. Two, Good point. Two, yep. So. Is general vice the trooper he's not is he he's not he's a vehicle
1: vice is not no he's a the i vehicle, think he's leader vehicle lead, yeah. atst heavy, with heavy a white weapons. dice I can't yeah
0: damn it <laughs> never mind
1: right many troopers heavy where this could help though no? e-webs
0: e-webs with white dice oh yeah. jonathan's
1: already getting one block don't like that could be rolling that BS you and, and your e-webs dating everything <laughs> I'm <laughs> determined to bring e-webs back into the back
2: <laughs> in some way there's no reason this shouldn't be I don't think at the no, minute that'd be nice it's quite good one. against Banthers because you can keep you can plug them quite bad with uh, an e-web
0: mm. so then an e-web will become trooper heavy weapon spy yeah that's a nice mix of traits
1: there's going to be a few more command cards to come because, for spies yeah yeah Um, I think there's at least one spy command card, semi-spoiled, or 1.1 card. Data theft. Action. Choose a command card in your opponent's discard pile. Once during this round, you may play that card as though it were in your hand. And that's a spy card. So, Interesting one. I'm not sure... Not sure how much this is going to get used. You need spies to do this. It's an action to do it. Mm. Um, and a lot of the really good command cards are quite specific at the moment, like Son of Skywalker um, and Juddland Terror. Mm. Um, what are your guys thoughts?
2: Could be good. Uh, if your opponents taking initiative. initiative, go and take their take initiative and play it right then. Mm. Uh, well not right but you take and play it yeah. and then you've got two take initiatives
1: in a hand interesting choice. Sure. interesting that one on that do you think this card goes in your discard pile once it's played i assume so that makes sense mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. you've basically got infinite take initiatives hmm,
2: true yeah that's
1: so it's it, you are you choose a command card in your opponent's discard pile and you may play that card as though it were in your hand. So I'm guessing it would go to your discard pile, as that's if you had a card in your hand, it would go to your discard pile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean,
0: it's a it's a flexible card. You get to choose anything in the discard and, and pluck it out. Uh, and it's yeah. one of those um, th- these kind of cards in in, in any card based game. It's only going to get better. The more command cards come out, mm. it's a bit of a sleeper in that way. So. Yeah. Um, like you can also it. use it for a bit of denial. If you are you
2: playing someone using the layer refresh your cards trick, you go yes, in and you definitely. take some
0: Skywalker. You can't Very play it but point. neither do you. Yeah, point. you just keep it in your hand for the yeah. rest of the game.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So you play it, it or keep it in your hand. Again, this um this goes quite well with uh, agent plays. hmm mm-hmm. Discard a card from your hand to make somebody else discard theirs, then you play yeah. this and take that card into your hand. <laughs> so they were relying on Leia getting uh, Son of Skywalker constantly into their hands. It's in your hand now.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. it's uh, command card shenanigans. It's, yeah. uh, it's coming. I think um, that's
2: good. That's a good thing. I think that then, it, and that as well, will also potentially make it strain more of an issue because uh, people are going to kind of rely on on command cards and, and they're building towards command decks now um so being able to mess with the plans is gonna it's gonna be a good thing yeah i, I think,
1: think so that. yeah i thank you yeah i mean if you're if you're playing with lair you're not worried about discarding command cards because you just take it back into your deck if it's a good one so you're not worried about the strain list but if they've got this they're taking sin of Skywalker just because they can yeah so yeah you have to be a bit more careful i like it
0: Yep. And speaking of things that we like the last uh the last pack to be spoiled for for this release is the old smoothie himself uh, Lando Calrissian. He's uh he's bringing some love to the rebel faction. Uh, he's a 6 point unique uh, elite card. Uh, so you can only take one of him obviously. 8 health for those 6 points, speed 4 and a black dice, which I wasn't expecting now. Yeah, that is interesting. Thought Lando would be uh, dodging around with the white but no he's, rolling black
1: he's too smooth to be quick on his feet <laughs>
0: and he's got a ranged Doesn't need to be. two dice attack uh, with a green and a yellow so no kind of middle of the road plenty of surge and the green dice does a bit of everything yeah. uh, but no extreme range and no extreme damage on those dice he's got plus accuracy built in I think it's plus two. Yeah. two he's got a surge for hide and stun I believe Yeah, it's like it pretty nuts he's got to get damage through to be able to apply those, um, but but hide and stun in one surge is nice, and then he's got surge for plus two damage, yep. as well. So some solid surges there, which he's gonna he's gonna get from his yellow dice. And he's got two quite interesting actions as well, um, or just innate abilities actually. They're not actions. Uh, I think the first one is scoundrel. Uh, while attacking or defending, you may re-roll one of your attack or defense die. So he can just try again. Yeah, which is yeah. quite nice. Yeah. Uh, again, that's probably why he's not rolling a white defense yeah. dice. Actually, thinking about it.
1: Yeah, that would be that, that would be very very good. That'd be nuts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a great it's a great skill because it's attacking or defending. Mm-hmm. So, so again, play really flexible. And it's not, like the reverse of well, semi reverse of the uh, HK's yeah. sort of. Yeah. yeah, you get to re-roll your defense dice, which and is not
0: good. not just during action as well, or or once yeah. per turn. So if Leia makes him shoot again. Yeah. He can do it yeah. on that yeah. attack as well. Um, so that's quite flexible. And every time you attack him, he can choose to re roll it because it's not a limit once. Yeah. And then his last one, I think it's called Gambit. Yeah. Um,
1: like
0: before you re roll a die, uh, you may replace that with another die of any color, uh, the same type. So you've got to exchange an attack die for an attack die. Um, but you can just change the color of it. Yeah. Um, uh, but then that die is considered re-rolled so that you that's not the one that you re roll yep. effectively. Uh, so pretty flexible attack pool. Yeah.
1: So we can roll the white defense dice.
0: <laughs> but you, you can't, re- can't roll it. it. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right, All right. yeah, that's still. So if a stormtrooper's shooting you, probably take the black and block it. Uh yeah. if if Vader's swinging at your face, roll the white. Yeah. yeah re roll it for the
2: white. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've always got if you if this kill is gonna kill you no matter what, you re-roll with a white. And then,
0: <laughs> yeah, you do to survive. And oh, then like cheat to win is his command card. Uh, it's uh, it's unique to him. It's one point. Uh, use when you use gambit uh, after re- after rolling the die, you may effectively change it to to whatever side you want it to be. So, so yeah,
1: you definitely do get that BS. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the yes, I'm dodging. Thanks for so, yeah. yeah.
2: once per game. I'm I've dodged. Thank you very
0: yeah. much. Yeah. That's a one point card.
1: Yeah, you, you oh. take that right. If you've got Lando, that's definitely going in your deck. Yeah. You take a one point
2: One point, hundred
0: percent. And again, doesn't have to be on the defense. If you really need a couple of extra damage, yeah. change to a red dice and make it a three. Yeah. Because yeah. I
1: guess in theory you could. You don't have to play this straight away after rolling. It just says. So after rolling the dice, so I guess before you apply damage you if you if you're attacking Luke and you need one more damage to kill and he hasn't rolled the uh, the evade, then you play this and finish him off.
2: Yeah, he's smooth. Oh, and then you can cycle that back in the player.
0: And dodge again. Oh, rebels. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Rebels! He also seems
1: he's also got a uh, a one another one-point card, but this is well, this is his picture, but any figure. Uh, tough luck. Use after your opponent re-rolls a die. Remove that die result from the results.
0: <laughs> <laughs> HK's <laughs> <long>. oh.
2: <laughs>
1: This is just mean.
2: <laughs> I kinda like Lando, I think the theme they're kind of they going for there is, you know, gambling. Yeah. yeah. You know, with yeah. his especially with his abilities, but then with his command cards as well, it's playing with the dice and changing what your opponent's going to expect to come out. And like that. I, I like it. it's very thematic.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Tough Luck's an interesting card though. It's. It's kind of the anti Lando card because he's gonna be rolling lots, re-rolling lots. But unless he works himself into the meta in a big way, you don't take this as an anti Lando card because you can't guarantee your opponent re rolls a dice. Um, you might but, take
2: it as an anti HK.
1: Yeah, but you take this I would take this as a uh, as a HK booster. So your opponent rolls a dodge, they re roll. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. another dodge. Take nah, remove that result. <laughs> Take it away. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the ultimate in uh, in psychological warfare. That, it, <laughs> I've <laughs> managed to survive. It, Josh, just, just to just yeah, no, make him sad. I'm
2: taking and oh, now nah, you, you've got that dice. I'm still taking it away. I know it's not a yeah. i I'm <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just it's just mean. Yeah, and it's like any result. So even if they reroll like if one more damage does it, and they roll re-roll and still roll a one, you just re- you just mm-hmm. remove the dice. Then mm-hmm. so no matter what they roll. You you force them to re-roll, which means you can then play this card and remove the dice. Yeah, even if they
2: roll that one, you made them re-roll it and then take it away. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, brutal.
1: Yeah, another one for the deck, James. Another one for the deck.
0: Hundred percent. And ultimately, Lando's pretty cheap for what he brings to the table. I think. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's not a powerhouse unit in and of himself. He's you know a two dice attack, black defense dice that he has to choose to turn into something else. And he's pretty slow compared to most Rebels, but yeah. that command card shenanigans and they're just choosing what dice faces you need in that specific moment is really nice. And Lando's cool. And Lando's cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. I
1: think what else is also quite interesting is he's leader smuggler. So mm. as we've said in the last one, last episode, um, it will be nice to see some more smugglers. The smuggler they released so far seems interesting, but doesn't seem to have a place. And we said maybe if there's more units that come out with Smuggler and more command cards that are Smuggler command cards, he may be better. Yeah. And yeah. this is another Smuggler. So, yeah, I think we will probably see some Smuggler lists coming out, and or especially as the next uh, prize coin is half Smuggler, so yeah, yeah. It could be a thing. That
0: Smuggler list is coming to the forefront. Yeah. Okay, well that's the new um, Cloud City release that's been spoiled recently. So that's our take. Again, the pictures and links will be down uh, below if you're listening on audio. And uh, yeah, you should have seen the pretty pictures up on the, the right if you've been watching on YouTube or above James's head, yeah. Yep. Um, but that's the meat of the episode out of the way. We'll move on to the little final closing uh, thing. Last last time it was a, a, a comment from, or a question from Jonathan. Uh, this time we had a question from the community. Um, so we will get uh, to that. So yeah, this, this kind of week's question, uh, rather from Jonathan, was, was from, I think the FFG community boards, um, who, who got in contact after episode one and said, really love what you guys are doing, keep it up. Uh, but we've noticed most of the podcasts are for experienced um, and kind of uh, tournament level players what can you? What one piece of advice would you give me as a new player coming into Imperial Assault Skirmish so that that's the question, if you had to give one piece of advice to a new player for Skirmish, what would it be uh, Jonathan, we'll start with you
1: oh, I thought you might say that <laughs> <laughs> um I'd say the obvious answer is a a cop-out answer and and just have fun. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a real cop-out answer to the question. But (laughs) it's kind of important, though. I mean, if you're not, you know, if you're worrying about what list to take, um, whether it's going to be competitive or whatever, and this is the first event you've ever been to for Imperial Assault, I don't think it's really worth worrying about. It's the same as X-Wing. It's the same as any LCG. If you don't look into the sort of the competitive world, even if you do, um, chances are you probably won't make a, the right call on the meta. Um, so it's really important to take a list that you want to play, that you think the units are fun, um, you like playing them, you like the way they work, anything like that. Um, that's I think that's the best way to list build, um, and then just learn from that. Just see what other people do, um, see what units they take, see how they play, um, and then at the end of the game ask them for a bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think generally FFG communities are fun first and community. So yeah, it's uh, it's. I think even the high level stuff, it's not too. You know, it's competitive. People play the best, but they uh, still want to have fun first. Yeah. So that is. As front and foremost, what you want to do uh, is—that's the point of the game, right?
0: I definitely kind of mirror those thoughts. Even if, um, even at Worlds for Imperial Assault, um, it was—it was a a very kind of happy, upbeat atmosphere. We met a load of great people from both sides of the pond; Uh, they're friends to this day. So, um, even at that, that, the highest level of tournament for this game. It's still pretty pretty relaxed and could easily have been set in a pub over a few beers yeah um, so ride so, yeah.
2: that down my end of the table so. <laughs> <laughs> just' we're quite near the bar <laughs>
1: I think that brings up another point as well I know this is more than this is more than one thing but as James said um, if you do if you're not that competitive you tend to work your way down to the bottom ends um, and then you're not going up against the super competitive lists, you're going up against the quirky, interesting lists. Uh, so then you can just start to have a bit more fun then maybe a bit, be a bit more competitive, so you might actually win a game. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll take the next one so James, you get time to no. think. Awesome. Um, I, it's kind of similar to, to what Jonathan said, in terms of kind of don't worry about it, get games under your belt, ask for feedback. Um, I think one of the, the thing that's a bit daunting for new players is maybe the loads of different types of unit that have got different strengths and weaknesses. Um, and you don't, until you've played them all, you don't know what you enjoy playing, what style of list you like, whether it's a slow ATST that just doesn't die, whether it's Vader who does loads of damage, whether it's Rebels who dart around all over the shop. Um, it, it can be hard to just find the, kind, the, the style of list you like. So I'm a big fan of pointing people towards units like um, the Royal Guard Champion when they first learn to play because it, it he kind of does everything. Um, he's not ranged, but that's kind of the only thing he doesn't do. He's fast, he's a nightmare to kill, and he basically rolls one of every dice that, there is that you get in the game. Um, so I think if you get a few games in with the Champion, uh, you'll start to get a feel for do I like that white dice or do I not like that white dice on defense um, if I do maybe look at rebels um, do I like running up to someone and one shotting him with a big sword <laughs> maybe keep playing the royal guard champion yeah. um, do I like being speed 6 uh, and hate the fact that the rest of my force is speed 4 then if so you probably want to lean towards rebels Um so I think units like that that are just powerhouse units give you a good. Uh, a they're fun to play because you just yeah. ram them at your opponent and hope that it kills stuff. Um, but they give you a good kind of view over view of most of the game, and then you can you can kind of go from there. So definitely two thumbs up for me. The Royal Guard champion just very flexible and does a bit of everything. So see what abilities of his you like and uh, tweak from there. Would be more. I like it. I think that's
1: a good point. Yeah. I think if you're struggling with this building, just take a big unit and fit some other points in around it. There's, you know, there's a, like you said, Royal Guard Champion, Vader, Chewy. There's some big yeah. units that are easy to use. You just put them in the way of someone, pick up a load of dice and destroy something. Yeah. ATSTs, anything like that that's just big, does a lot of damage, doesn't really need too much thought to think, you know, to to worry about. Um, I think the ATS teaser is probably prime in that example because it's massive. You just, you don't need to worry about um, terrain or anything. You just trample all over it and just just roll some dice and you get to pick. So (laughs) yeah, even better. Um, Yeah. And it's, it will definitely, if you're struggling with building a list, I think it will definitely help you just take a a core central unit and just take some stuff around it that looks cool and uh, yeah, get rolling some dice.
0: So yeah, that's uh, my take, James. you finish yeah.
2: You up. yeah. My advice would be um, get involved. You know, get, get on the Facebook groups, the forums, those kinds of things. Listen to the podcast. Get involved with the community because uh, there are people there to ask. You know, if you've got these questions about list building or you know, what what kind of list should I be leaning towards, there's people there. Who, you know, you can ask. Um, and generally, they're a pretty good place to hang out. You know, if you are on on Facebook or whatever, I'm pretty much always all my feed is basically very Star Wars gaming <laughs> groups now um, and it's rare that you see anything that you know perks you or anything like that so that's always good and also get involved in you know your local tournaments support your, uh, your local game stars that are running them you know if you don't feel that you can go straight for a star championship one of the seasonal kits is great uh, we went to one the weekend really chill really relaxed atmosphere um, you know uh, my brother went with us, it was his first tournament, he had a really good time, we had you know, no problems at all, fitting in and everything, everyone was really helpful with him, so
0: yeah, just get involved. And we didn't bring half the map tiles with us, and the, the store <laughs> just went, <laughs> that's, that's fine, true. we'll sort you out. So yeah. you'll find that, I think most people, it's it's just the fear of getting that f- to that first event. Uh, once you're there, you're kinda just in a room with 20 of your best mates, almost, yeah. rolling dice and having fun. It's also a situation where you know 100%
2: that everyone else in that room shares at least one interest with you <laughs> because that's what you're there to do. It's not like going to you know, a new workplace where you might, you might be worried about uh, what's everyone else going to be into. You know at least everyone likes Star Wars and they like playing games, which yeah. is hopefully if you are deciding to do that, <laughs> something you want to do. Huh. So, yeah, I
1: find you get a much better reception if you crack out a copy of Imperial Assault at a game store than you do at the workplace.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, nah. maybe. Depends
1: where you work. True. <laughs> True. I, I have to agree with that. That's a good point. Um, but the only thing I would say um, indifferent to that is it doesn't have to be an OP, just a winter or tournament, uh, you know, winter or spring. I. You know, there's there's not a huge amount of difference in competitiveness between yeah. in the um, the sort of the store championships. Um, we've not had a regionals yet, but it it's fairly. You know, it's a uh, so far we've not really run into anyone who's been super competitive in any any tournament. There's you know people want to play the best of their ability, but if you know they're not that bothered. If they lose a game, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It is a game. Um, and I was
0: speaking to one of the other guys that was at the uh, the tournament, the casual tournament we went to over the weekend. Actually, I don't. Uh, Imperial Assault isn't the kind of game where you can be uh, a tool, <laughs> really, for for lack of a better phrase or word. Everything, there's no hidden movement like there is in X Wing. There's no crap combos that people can't see coming and you can just blindside yeah. a new player. You know how fast Luke is. You know where roughly he's going to get to you know that he's got a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, There's only a few command cards that can ruin your day, so yeah. most of the information is known to you, so there, there's not that many surprises. Yes, it's a dice game and that can ruin your day sometimes, but um, no one's really leveraging it to be an arse. <laughs> and you can't because it's all kind of open, shared information, so. Yeah. Don't worry about it too much. Just get out there, play, and uh, I think you'll find most, most people are uh, a, a good bunch. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. And I, I have to say, I mean, it's just from my point of view, if I'm playing with someone who is definitely new to the game, this is like one of their first few games, and they said so, and they start making some moves that potentially, I mean, I'd, I don't like to just butt in and say, oh, no, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. They've got to learn yeah. to make some mistakes. Um, I think if I see something they do that misses out, misses an opportunity, like they forget to play a token, if they forget to focus something, you know, I'd say if it's obvious that you're new, people will generally point it out. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, you might want to like yeah. have a look at the card. Just reread your cards a second because you're missing something. Um, yeah because i mean if you if you've played a lot of imperial assault it's 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 a lot of it comes down to sort of timing who you go with when you go with them so it's just something you learn and you know cheating someone out of a game because they missed a couple of abilities here and there it's it's not really worth it no. but if it's an experienced player if I was playing with you guys and you forget something I'm taking that
0: <laughs> just cutthroat yeah
1: yeah. Right. that's it I'm, I'm actively setting off fireworks in the background distracting you <laughs> oh, oh did you forget to focus oh whoops,
0: whoops. <laughs> good to know yeah. see you in November <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think that wraps up uh, episode two then it's been, a, it's been a bit of a longer one uh, but it's, it's good to be back and it's, I'm glad you guys uh, uh A, watching the content, that's always a relief when the view counter ticks up, Uh, but really it has been an honour and a a joy to see you guys uh, getting involved on the Facebook pages and the forums, uh, giving us your feedback, asking these kind of questions about, you know, uh, please keep them coming and we'll we'll tackle them every episode, and on Twitter and on Facebook in between as well, Uh, but it really has been humbling to see how many people getting involved and sharing and tweeting at us. Uh, you can see our Twitter handles below. If you want to reach any of us, just you know, drop Jiff a note and uh, he'll, uh, he'll he'll respond with it. some advice on a list. James will help you out with scum uh, and more. Cause <laughs> we him, but he's he's not just a scum player. So um, yeah, it has been amazing to see you guys getting involved and uh, I, I, I really humbling. So thank you for that. Uh, and with that said we'll sign off and uh, uh, start working on episode 3 I know Jonathan you've got a holiday coming up so we'll make it a short one Um, but uh, yeah you'll see us again in episode 3 of The IA Team Cheers